Dmitry Samrav, uh, bringing you who you know. Today, the story of RR1 continues. It's good. It's a good thing. Get up off the floor. Some life advice for you. <laughs> Pick yourself up off the floor. <laughs> That's what we're doing here. Trying. <laughs> yeah. How's how's Stella Dallas today? I didn't see her today. Oh, she you had to cancel. Oh. She needed to work from home. Oh no. And I don't like it home. Oh. I don't like computer. Oh yeah. Right. Generated meetings. Yeah, it's, it's shitty. Yeah, the yeah the video. Sure. Well, I, I talk to everybody about how much I hate. I can't do them. I'll only do them in audio. Like I'll turn the video off. You know. I refuse to do, engage in the video thing. Yeah, it's not the same. No, they all just, they're all just hostage videos to me. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for ransom demands or something worse to happen on the other side, on, on the screen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, none of that today. Oh, okay. So yeah, you're my only therapy. All right. Wow, I have to get into Stella Dallas' shoes. What kind of shoes does she wear? It's <laughs> classified information. Yeah, that's pressure's on. Well, the other time, last week I, I got sidetracked. I wanted to know more about your grandfather. My dad's dad or my mom's dad? Oh, there was two. Okay, you. Well, my dad's dad died when I was really young. He, I was only five. Oh, okay. And he passed away from black lung working mm. in the mines. Because it was the other one that you were like would take you for prize or pick yeah. you up. Yeah. That, yeah. My, yes. That he was. He's granddad. That's great. Granddad, and the other was grandpa. Oh. How did that get determined? One wore three-piece suits and the other didn't. <laughs> ah, okay. Granddad was a three-piece suit guy. Yeah, he was a three-piece suit type guy. Yeah. What was his job? What he had been a coal career? miner most of his life. Oh, he, he, he was too? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But then he um, learned enough about the machinery that he became a salesman for the companies uh -huh. that sold the machinery. Oh, like Caterpillar? Like one of those kinds of companies? Yes, or, one like, of those, uh, yeah. yeah. That's the only been, one I know. It about. may have been that one direct. I remember him having I mean, hard hats. There's pictures oh, yeah. of me with the hard hat. Mm. On. Yeah. Um, and I think it says cat on it. So, so it wouldn't yeah, be off. Cater yeah, where's Caterpillar is based in Peoria? Or, or was, I think that was it one was of the It was out of St. Louis at the time. Oh, it was? Because I remember oh. <clears> whatever, company, whatever yeah, company, company it was yeah. he was working with was out of St. Louis. And St. Louis is an hour and a half long. I think Caterpillar was Peoria, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. Yes. I believe you're correct. Was he retired by the time that you were, like, he was in your life? No, he was still working. Yeah. Yeah, he, my grandfather didn't retire until he was, I want to say in his 70s, and then he, he passed away in an accident, a very sudden accident. Oh. Um, yeah, he hadn't been retired that long. He fell out of the attic putting like Christmas decorations in January. <laughs> 
first. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and he had to eat in his head. He, Another victim of Christmas. Yes. <laughs> it's a hemophiliac, and he bled out on his brain. Oh, wow. It took him like a month to actually pass away. Good. Yeah. How long ago was that? I was 15. So, almost. So you were just starting high school, or you yeah. started you started high school? 15, you already. Yeah. It's already high school. Yeah, I was a sophomore. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's when everything came falling up, like really, really fell apart with yeah. the family, because he was the one who kept everything together. That's when I officially stopped living with them. So were you still in that friend or were you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was there until I graduated high school. Oh. And then I moved here. Right after. Oh, okay. So what was the thing at weren't you in like Joliet or Yeah, for a year. Um, the what first the yes. first year that I was out of high school, I was in Joliet, and then I moved to Chicago. I say here by meaning no, I mean, I should clarify, I'm in the north, the great white north. <laughs> you, you got... Beyond the wall. You got your papers, yeah. your visa and your credentials, yeah. passport, yeah. you're able to cross into the north. Yes. <laughs> Queers is your here. <laughs> you finally found the gate. <laughs> yeah, this this no. paradise that you re reside in now. <laughs> so I graduated high school in the very first year. I was still going through DCFS. Uh, and I lived in Mokina. And I went to school in Joliet. Uh, and then when I finished my semester, I lived in Joliet for like six months with some roommates. And then ended up moving to Chicago with the guy and started seeing so. Then I went to high school with. Did the cop or no? No. The cop was after. The cop was after. Okay. cop I did not go to high school with. He was from here in Chicago. <laughs> so when was it that like your grandpa would pick you up and go for fries? That was that was much earlier, right? Yeah, that's when I very first started going to Brim. Yeah. And I would come home for the weekends on the first year. Like I said, it wasn't until he died. I stopped going. Yeah. up on the weekends and we'd stop at Dairy Queen and get french fries and I'd eat them all the way home Yeah. we'd discuss my week. Yeah. yeah. What would he ask? What kind of stuff would he ask? Just day to day questions. Yeah. But by the time I was 15 I had my high school boyfriend mm. who was 100% American Indian, mm. Chippewa, Winnebago. My grandfather asked me what it was like to be in an interracial relationship, and I started laughing at him, and I said, for who? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, he's more American than we are. <laughs> well, yeah. No, but 
that quick. They could have could have asked him what it was like. Still different races, it's a lot better. Yeah. People on Zwear, but like, yeah. Yeah, I just hadn't thought of it yet. Yeah. <laughs> was he a classmate of yours, or? Yeah, well at Brim we were all kind of classmates because there was only 63 students total. Mm. Wow, that's so really small. Dependent, was dependent on what learning level you were in and what classes. You know what, middle school to high school. It went, you could go there from the time you were 12 until you were 26. Oh, wow. They had, they had post-graduates. Yeah. To help people adjust to college life. Mm. So it was a school with a lot of kids who had autism. Right. And that wasn't diagnosed at that time. Yeah. Hmm. What, what, are, what did your grandfather think of all that stuff with that school and stuff? Was, was he a supportive of it? Or? You know, I don't, he never said that he wasn't. Uh, I think he was. Because things were bad with my family. I mean, I stayed with them all the time because my parents and I didn't get along. So he knew something wasn't copacetic at home. Yeah. But he didn't, didn't really ask or didn't No, didn't he, really... he never voiced an opinion one way or the other. But also, my grandfather was one of those people who thought that like, I was mentally handicapped. Oh. Like, he... Because that was what the diagnosis was at the time, which was the definition at the time of a learning disability. I mean, you were also considered... So it was like you... It was his duty as like a good Christian to be like kindly to the like no. disadvantaged or <laughs> no, 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 no. I was I was his favorite. Like, right, know. you said that. That's <clears throat> no, I just think he wanted what was best for me. I mean like at one point I think that they re advised their will, but at one point I believe he left his house to me because he thought I would oh, never really? be able to leave. Oh, and have your own, like, yeah, yeah, make a living or whatever. Correct. Yeah. Like, you can understand. Yeah. But uh, a lot of no one did at that time. Like, that's the way the diagnosis works. So. Yeah. Hmm. And what was what was his relationship like with your mom? Were they did they get along? My mom loved the hell out of my grandfather. She wanted his admiration for everything. Um, yeah. Yeah, as far as, I mean, yeah, they got along for the most part, as far as what was presented. Yeah. Um, so you didn't feel like any tension between them? I mean, there were times, but my grandparents were people who didn't fight in front of us as yeah. kids. Um, and I don't think they really wanted to promote that otherwise. Like, they didn't want us to see it, them argue with our parents, you know? Yeah. Because they were their grandparents, so. <laughs> but you were closer to your grandfather than your grandmother? No, I was super no, close to my grandma Margie, too. Oh. oh, really? I spent, like, in the summers, I spent most of my days with her. Oh. She used to take us quilting. Mm. Every Wednesday, we would go to the church and her and like 20 her ladies oh. would sit around this huge quilt and my sister and I would play underneath like it. Like a crazy quilt? Or a... 
It was it would be a different quilt that somebody had patched, and then they would do all the stitching together. Oh, okay. So it rotated, and they were usually like Christmas gifts or wedding gifts for the yeah. family, things like that. And they would all sit and work on them together. Hmm. Yeah, I spent a lot of time with them. What about like him and your dad? My dad and my grandfather didn't really have a relationship. They didn't? No. Um, I don't think that they had the same interests. My dad was like a big hunter. My grandfather was not an outdoorsman. My father's father was. Dad's dad again. But. Yeah, my grand, my grandpa, my grand, my granddad early was more of a three, three piece suit type dude. He so was, what was he played golf or something? I don't know. What uh, do like people like that do? I don't know. No, he was really involved in the church. Oh, okay. Religious. Yeah, he was. I don't have to say that was his main thing. Outside of work, he was, he was involved. He helped build the church. That, oh, okay. Uh, the building's still there today anyway, it's a different church now. Yeah. Yeah, he helped construct our church when they went from the one room, yeah. white flat church, to like an actual church church. What what denomination was it? Southern Christian. That's like Baptist or they don't talk about his health quite as much, but yeah. Yeah. Similar. Very similar. Yeah. What what did your dad hunt? Deer and ducks. Mainly. Duck hunting is no fun. It's no fun? No, it's freezing cold. You sit in the pit. In the in the blind? Yeah. You sit in the blind, freeze your ass off. Don't you just sit there and drink? Or like, My parents didn't drink, remember? Right. Because they had wor warmed by the love of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that kept them warm. Our Lord. <laughs> In Christ. <laughs> yes. Um, How often did you go? Too often. Too often. Because I remember really disliking it. But it yeah. was me, my brother, and my dad, and sometimes my godfather. Mm. No? But I did, yeah. Why didn't she? I don't know. But I get to do home ec at 4-H, remember? I... It's the girly girl. Yeah, it's the girly girl, man. She can get dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't like that, even though you weren't, weren't the girly girl, the hunting thing wasn't really your, your jam. Yeah, I know. Is the deer hunting better? I didn't really go deer hunting with the first oh, yeah. much. Um, in deer hunting, you go through the woods, right? You, you sit up in a tree. Oh, you sit in a tree? Yeah, in a tree blind. Oh. So, again, yeah. but there was guns involved, so that kind of more had to do with why my dad didn't take anything. I'd go squirrel hunting with him, too. Mm. Which was just basically scooting, shooting squirrels in our backyard. Yeah, yeah. But that only dealt with like a 9mm pistol, so. It wasn't like he was using a 22 rifle. 
you guys make that stew, that burgers? Burgers. Yeah. Yep. That's good. I've had that. Um, yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. I mean, how can you go wrong? All they eat is acorns. Yeah. They eat nuts. I mean, I wouldn't want to eat a city squirrel that's been duck surviving in Taco Bell the whole time, but... Do you read that? There was that a while ago, probably a decade ago more, that food writer for the reader, Mike Sula, wrote this giant piece called Chicken of the Trees. Because it was just quite... <laughs> It was just an investigation about why you couldn't shoot squirrels in the city. Yeah. But then he went and he made that. He made burgoo for a soup and bread once uh, at the hideout. Yeah. It's really good. It is. It's delicious. Yeah. It gets knocked. My, my <laughs> great uncle used to suck the brains out of their head mm. after dinner. He just took a squirrel's head out of the freezer and crack it with a hammer. And yeah. It's considered a delicacy. Sure. So this is like the Rocky Mountain oyster is a southern one. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, well, I mean, he stopped in the 80s when the rabies, like, oh. stuff started. And they were scared. Boy, wake up foaming at the mouth already. Right? You're eating a skull ring? <laughs> yeah. It's not a way to go. That's not how anybody dreams no. of, of their passing. No. <laughs> it makes for one hell of a story, though. Yeah. That's interesting. So my that... uncle went rabid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So your grandpa was just never into the hunting, into the hunting shit, huh? Yeah, no, it wasn't. He wasn't into guns. Mm. I didn't find out until years later. He'd been in the, he'd been stationed to go to the Korean War and was. Um, oh, he never made it overseas. He was discharged. He was honorably discharged, but he was discharged. It wasn't until after he died I found a bunch of letters that he wrote to my grandmother while he was stationed in Montville. And he had panic attacks when he would go to the fire Oh, fields. the, the, the gun scared him. Yeah, yeah he, he couldn't like, do he it. Him, he was the thought of killing somebody. He just yeah. could not. Huh. It wasn't something he could handle. So they, they discharged him. He never went to the war. Huh. That's not an unreasonable reaction. I don't think so. I kind of wonder more about the people that just do it without a second thought. Right? You know? Like it's no issue? Yeah. I mean, nowadays, it's easier to remove yourself because there's so many screens and other, it's like a video game. More yeah. and more. The drones oh, yeah. and other shit, the way that modern warfare is. It's not you, like, up against another person, like, shooting them in the face, or no. worse, like, with a, some kind of spear or a knife or something. Yeah. You're, you don't even ever see them. You're not in the dropping out in the same country as them. Yeah, Yeah, they're in a bunker somewhere playing video games, killing people. Yeah. It's, it's easier to separate yourself. For a minute. Yeah. There's still, there's still people who are suffering. Yeah. Because they can't. Because they are empathetic humans and they realize. Yeah. 
are hundreds, if not thousands, of people being affected by the Yeah, I just can't imagine it's, it's comparable to being like in a trench or like in a not like at a, all. in a, in a muddy field, like no. actually killing or being killed. My, my dad's dad went was in World War Two. Um, uh-huh. The yeah. He came home with a warning. He he'd been shot to the wrist, his right wrist, and it had separated the, the vein that gave him a pulse. Mm. So if you tested that wrist, which is the most common one that people EMTs try out, yeah, you would have thought he was dead. He would try his left wrist, but with that. Fall asleep with his eyes open oh. because he'd been on the front line for so long. You would have to take a stick and poke him because he would try to kill you if you touched him or woke him up. Like, oh wow! He almost killed my grandmother one day. He almost broke her neck because she didn't realize that he wasn't awake because his mm-hmm. eyes were open and she thought he was messing around and she like, touched, like f- touched his shoulder. Like a fish. Fish don't close. They yeah. sleep with their eyes open. Dude, can you imagine how much you had to have seen to get to a point where your body does that to stay safe? Yeah. Fall asleep with your eyes open. It's a lot. <laughs> well, I think that's the point: is that a lot of people don't think about it before they have to actually get there. Well, yeah, they, I mean, they, they don't want them thinking about it, because if they start thinking about it, they're not going to yeah. follow orders. You can't, you know. Sorry, totally off subject. Important words. What? Cork cork. What about it? It just makes me laugh because it was the cork lounge. Oh, with, with all the uh, business cards? Just because it's the cork lounge. They oh, have to announce that it's the cork cork. Yeah. Oh, oh, the sign. Oh, I, just, I didn't see the sign. Make sure people understand what it is. I'm facing it. So. It, took, it took that long for it to register. That sign was there. It's not cork. It's cork. <laughs> you're gonna be, you're gonna be. I'm gonna say it right. Mm-hmm. Dark. <laughs> the chair is squeaking, sir. Uh, that happens. That sort of amazes me at like having these conversations that you trust any guy to do at all. Like I don't know. Why? Because of what your dad did. My dad isn't the only male in the world. Yeah. I guess that's why I was sort of asking about your grandpa just as a counterbalance, maybe as a counterbalance or as Well, he was a total counterbalance. That man would have done anything for me, like so you had like there was no like weird shit with him at all like no like, no no no, no 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 never 
And you had examples of other ways of yeah. the way other families were. Like, exactly. So, wait, that's when you met, what, like your classmates' parents or something? or Yeah. 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 Just knowing the freedoms that they had in their day to day lives that I didn't. Were they, uh, were most of the students like living there like you, or were some of the commuter, they're all living there? Like Almost. A, I was the only state-funded student. But they were all that living there. there. The other state-funded students didn't live there. They lived oh. off campus. Oh, okay. They lived nearby, and they would drive in every day. Um, but yeah. They were were like, they all separated from their families, or no? Not, not the ones that, not the students that drove in. And we had a couple state students. The students that weren't state funded that also like lived in Carbondale and they stayed with their families. They were day students. They would yeah. On campus. Yeah, I guess that's what I was asking. Yeah. Some some of them were just yeah. There was probably about ten days day students. I would say total. Out of what sixty something you said? Or? Out of like sixty eight students. Yeah. I don't know, I mean, I'm suspicious or, I don't know, I don't quite understand people that like, 
romanticize or look back at their childhood fondly. I don't get that. I don't understand that <laughs> in general. I don't know. <laughs> For way, like, did you did you like being a child? I, I hated being a kid. I don't no, know. I didn't like it. Yeah. No. Such I mean, powerlessness. I, I, <laughs> see, I have a different reaction. I enjoyed hearing about people who had a nice childhood. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me feel hopeful in some kind of weird. I don't like like I hopeful for what? Hopeful. For just hopeful that it, you know that's not the reality for everybody. Yeah. Some people have really nice upbringings and have great families. You know, get to live that life. Yeah, I remember I had a friend when I was in art school. He was briefly a roommate too, and we talk about his childhood and his family. And it seemed so wholesome and so fucking weird to me. I didn't understand. It was like a it felt like a Mr. Rogers kind of existence. I just found it baffling. It was like a fucking you know, to me that was like a the equivalent of a David Lynch movie. Oh, it took me a long time to get to the point where I find it weird and it didn't make me like some form of jealous I mean because right so when you were at Brim and you, you were seeing these other kinds of more healthy families what you were like you were angry at it or no it made me sad you were sad it made me very sad because you realized that that's not the experience that you had had it was not the experience that I was having it wasn't yeah. the experience that I would ever have yeah right um you know, we, people who go through trauma go through what they call healing fantasies. Healing fantasies. Fantasies. And what is that? You, you build it up in your head of what, you know, like, there's going to come a day where your parents are going to get it, or they're going to apologize, or they're going to... Oh, oh. Like gonna, everything's going to change. And, or at least they're going to acknowledge it. Not that everything has to change. At least, at least there's going to be some level of breakthrough. You know, like... Yeah. How I told you I confronted my father, I think that's a good example. Yeah. I didn't know what he was going to say, but I didn't expect the answer that I got. Yeah. You know, he was just like... It's like totally deflecting, kind of like, yeah, like whatever you need me I to say, I'll just say this right. kind of I thing. I don't remember things that way, but if you yeah. do, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, Dad... Well, this is not really what happened, but whatever. Like, if this makes you feel right. better... And like, that, that's a good example sorry. of where that's I nice. had... I didn't know what I expected in my mind, but it wasn't that. Wasn't that, that wasn't in your healing fantasy? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't what Is I this a term you found out from like therapy or later or like? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't heard. Yeah, it's I don't know about therapy that yeah. I've heard okay. about. Like more uh, recently. <laughs> a lot of people who've been through traumatic events have what is called a healing fantasy where you think someday your parents are just going to like empathize and get it. And yeah. The person who persecuted you, and it even be your parents. Apologize or right. give some acknowledgement to the turmoil that they cause you. And that's not necessarily the case. I mean, that's never no. Close, you know, necessarily happen. No, that's a fucking Disney movie. Or that yes, works, that's exactly. a movie of the week. <laughs> that that doesn't yeah. really happen in real life very often. <laughs> no, that's why it's important. When it does, it's often not genuine. You know, like. But I think that's what. One of those times where it makes it important to recognize when people do apologize to you to acknowledge it. Yeah. Um, 
acknowledge it. Yeah. Because it doesn't happen that often. No. And not for real. No, not So would you say like more families at that brim were unlike yours than, than were like yours? They were fucked up in different ways. Yeah. So they you, were, they then you saw examples of other things. It made me not want to be. It made okay. Well, I don't want to say I don't want to be rich because you know a bunch of money dropped into my lap and I didn't have to worry about bills the way I do. That'd be great. But. It'd be a nice problem to have to see, see, see if it was bad or not, right? <laughs> well, I mean, that was the thing is I was with these incredibly rich kids who had everything in the world with their parents. Their parents weren't there for them. Like, yeah. They, they outsourced everything to like nannies yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And not all of them. I went to school with some people who had great relationships with their parents, had yeah. that total yes. like, picture book. Yeah. Like, awesome. Like, not everything was perfect in the world, but they really supported yeah, I saw the far opposite of that. Like, yeah. We had so much money, you know. These kids would go years without seeing their parents. Right. Years. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It used to be in a boarding school and then, like, put somewhere in the summer for summer camp. Yeah, it makes you sort of wonder why some of these families even bother having Because they're supposed to. Yeah. It's supposed, supposed to, to be. They need like a plan of succession, some kind. Totally, completely. Like even up to the the show succession. Yeah. We yeah, have these exactly. these three these horrible children, unworthy children, but like that's what you're supposed to have. And the parent, you know, father fucking hates them, and he should because they're horrible. Each one is horrible in their own way, you know. <laughs> but like. <laughs> that show is a little too Trumpian for me to get into. Like. That that. That guy has been the fire starter in my life for most of my life. I've always hated him. What? Donald Trump. I've always yeah. disliked him since I was a little girl. <laughs> I remember seeing Lifetime, like a rich and famous in this gilded apartment, and I was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever yeah. seen as a golden toilet. Why? Yeah. Does that exist? The man is a fire starter. He's the bane of my existence. <laughs> And thus then, You're, you are not alone. <laughs> thus then, that show I can't. Well, I know it's more based off Rupert Murdoch, but no, it's, yeah, it's more Murdoch and it's Murdoch mixed with a lot of Shakespeare, with a lot, a lot of. I mean, it's an. I didn't even realize until much later that it's an English guy that wrote it, which makes a lot of sense for the way it's written. Yeah. Why it's so Shakespearean, you know? And then I mean, yeah, just the. The, the dialogues are just amazing in that show. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, ludicrous, like and it, it went on. There's a couple of, they should have had a, like maybe two less seasons, you know, but. Oh, is it over now? Yeah, it's over. See, now, now is when I can watch it. You should, yeah. Because I can watch the whole but, thing. But, like, yeah, the last season, they, they kind of, like, regained their mojo a little bit, but, like, yeah, they, there's a few, few too many storylines, and just, like, Every American thing you got beaten, beaten. They beat, like to beat dead horses, you know. Like, yeah. They all last too long because it makes money. Uh, not not even that much money, really, in the grand scheme of things. But you know. No. Well, it's popular. Yeah. But they, I mean, that show was hiring like actual, like real, real deal novelists to write screenplays and shit. You know, like. Uh, and it shows. 
but yeah, that it's one of those where like like purportedly like the villain is like the father, but like the kids are even worse. They're worse. It's sort of like an argument for taxing the shit out of like rich people so the kids can't get the money because they don't they don't fucking earn it. Yeah. You know, like so why should they have this generational wealth? I mean, I grew up surrounded by that, so I don't know. Yeah. Like, even when I moved to Chicago, yeah. like, all I did was run into trust fund kids. Mm. So many of them. Where it was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live this hard life as a fight messenger. Then you come to find out that it's like they're just waiting for play they turn acting, 20. having a, a job. Until they turn 27, so they can cash in their. Oh, Good looking out. <laughs> Did you see the Barbie movie? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> At least you saw it. Why? Would you have, like, guy friends that wouldn't see it or something? Oh, I, no. Oh, I, I just know that there are a ton of guys out there that have not seen it. But I'm talking about, like, what a hilarious play on the patriarchy there. I love how Ken finds the patriarchy and immediately runs back to Barbie Land. It's mm -hmm. like, yo! <laughs> well, there's also Alan. Yes, Alan's great. <laughs> Alan's, 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 Alan's the alternative, favorite. like, yeah, the, the beta male, you know, or whatever. No, I laughed and laughed. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. What were we talking about? Oh, about the... The trust safarians. That's what you're talking about. But you, you said you grew up around them, or? Well, I mean, or, yeah. I mean, like, oh, in the school, in the school. Yeah. Yeah. And what did they like? What did you learn from them, or like, what did you? Well, I mean, I just learned that money doesn't make happiness. Like, I learned yeah. that pretty quickly on. I mean, I went, I went to school with some pretty influential people's children. Yeah. We won't get into that, but... Yeah, um, no, no, no need to name names or anything. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty crazy, the caliber of people's children. Like, and I met their parents, yeah. you know, like people who owned hospitals. Yeah. And owned huge companies and they were still fucked up <laughs> with all that yeah but had you thought like before you got there like or were you raised to think that like the people on the top just were living a dream or something or no like i was raised to believe we were at the top oh really yeah oh how, how so just cause, because like, of how close to Jesus you were, or like, yeah, because yes, <laughs> you're in the front, yeah. in no. the front pew right next to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is my dad on the pharmacy. My my town, right? Because my, my world was super tiny. So yeah, in that world, your dad was like at the top. Yeah, my dad was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. we're you know in a town of two thousand people. That's so he yeah, pretty so, obtainable goal. So that really widened your perspective, like yes. getting out of that and realizing like how I, high of a mountain you could climb. Uh, I mean, I went to people's mansions mm. for weekends. Oh, really? Like, it was very much Annie. Like, oh, like, right. It was very much Annie. Yeah. It was like, 
their entranceway is complete marble, and their right. kitchen is 100% marble from <laughs> Italy, and their pool looks like a lake, and like, wow. you know, it's lined with granite or whatever. Like, it's crazy. Like, the amount of wealth. Yeah. I've never been to a, I don't think I've ever known anybody on that, on that, that high up in the, so rich. on that issue. Yeah. I don't think I've ever I, been to a mansion except for like museums and stuff that you, or former palaces, you know, I've, that are I've now been museums. I've been to people's homes that are, that are still. There's yeah. the mini mansion attached for grandma. Oh. You know? So, like, oh, it's the, it's the mother-in-law house or whatever, or <laughs> like the mother-in-law. Yeah. People have the apartments or bedrooms, but other people have houses, yeah. Yeah, no, they have houses. They just stop making noise. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But they're in. Crazy money. Was it pretty quick for you to realize that there, those people could still be miserable? Oh, yeah, like no, I, I mean. I was, the same way or maybe even worse yeah, than you I sometimes? Watched, I watched these kids have. They had everything. Yeah. Right? Right. They had everything, but they it would were seem. still really unhappy because they didn't have their family and they didn't have the things, you know, they were just as affected just in a different way yeah. by a different type of neglect as I was. Yeah. That's child abuse. Yeah. But even worse, because it looks like you give your kid everything that they want, but... Really, they don't have your love and support. Yeah. You're still fucking them up. <laughs> yeah. And, like, what the, the stuff you had gone through before you went away, did any of that ever come up in school or with anybody? Like, was that any of that discussed in any way at all? No. Never. I, I didn't, no. Not, they were just focused on your, like, learning disabilities. Not, or yeah, not, not what happened with my dad. Yeah. Maybe like other things that have happened, like I told you about having a kid molest me in my classroom. In the in the uh, yeah. what's it called the resource room. resource room, right? Yeah. So that like came down like, stuff like that. But not, not the stuff with your dad. Yeah. Because that that was just foundational rocking. Like that, I knew I would lose my whole family. Like so that was the, like, that was the deep dark secret. That was the big secret. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 I didn't think anybody would believe me, and I just. I just. I'm not. I'm already not close with my family, so I, I know it's not going to take that much more to make it. Like if you start talking about that, that would be the end. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could talk to my brother or my sister about it now. I think my favorite yeah. girls not talk to me ever again. And that, yeah. My mom knows and talks to me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's something, I mean, maybe they would surprise me. But I, I don't think that that was something that I could ever discuss with them. I think they would dis dismiss me. Would you want to? I mean, you, at this point, like, would there be any point? I mean, I don't see the point you, in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And my mom liked to try to bring it up a lot. And I just told her, you know, it's individual. Like the way I deal with what, is, what happened to me is not the same way that my, my sister or my brother should deal with the things that happen in our family. Mm. It's different for everybody. Yeah. You also can't force somebody to deal with something they're not ready to. No. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of abusive in a different way to yeah. force somebody, like, it's that kind of, like, clockwork orange thing, like, you know, yeah. like, like, that's not, that's not a good therapy, that's not how you... Just throw the baby in the water. Yeah, yeah. Just throw it in there, see if it can swim. I, that, they did that. That's how I learned how to swim. I learned how to swim when I was a baby, because that's what they did then, there. So the union, yeah. Three in the water. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. More or less, yeah. That's why I've, I've known to swim since I was. I don't remember ever not knowing how to swim. <laughs> well, good thing you didn't sink. <laughs> true. You might not be having this conversation. <laughs> I mean, if you did sink, did they rescue you? Or they just like? I, I don't know if it was quite as dramatic as just throwing you in the water, but like, I was in the water very, very young, you know? Because you know? <laughs> I was, yeah, I think they had their like, you know, modern... Teaching you not to die. Modern methods or whatever, modern educational ideas, yeah. So isn't that a huge threat in Russia, like hypothermia? Sure, yeah. Get in there and get acclimated at a young age. So many things, yeah. Meanwhile, you know, you have malnutrition and your teeth are falling out and stuff. Look at the teeth of any, like, immigrant from the Soviet Union days and, like, they're oh, all, I mean, all fake teeth, you know, like, bad water, our, bad malnutrition, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. None of their teeth. None of them. None yeah. of them had teeth. None of them. Like yeah. uh, the person that we know, he tells me stories about his mother growing up, you know, in poor Black America, and yeah. they didn't have toothbrushes. Right. Yeah. Like, and that's three generations ago. That's nuts. Mm -hmm. I mean, not to say that it equates the Soviet Union by any means. Yeah, biographical connection with that song is not not good. <laughs> fucking songs are they do that. They're like fucking landmines, you know like oh, they are. They'll remind you of somebody or some situation and it's just like oh. it smell. What? It smells. Yeah? Like how a smell can all of a sudden I never had that with I know 
people are, have that with smells. I've never had that with smells. I do. I have definitely have that with songs. You know. <laughs> So you, you had a lot, you made friends pretty pretty quickly in the REM? Yeah, I did, because like yeah. I was surrounded by a bunch of kids who had the same kind of issues I did, so. Yeah. Like you said before, how like you very quickly became like a really good student there in that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, because I was given the avenues to like learn and not get made fun of. Yeah. Being made fun of or whatever yeah, for yeah. In general. Yeah. So you were like the were you, still high school. You were the star student. You were in the you were in the article in the, in the newspaper and stuff. <laughs> no, I really I I, I did everything. Charge the yearbook, mm -hmm. journal. You were in that shit, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was president, vice president, secretary, <laughs> treasurer, student government. Um, <laughs> King shit. <laughs> well, also, like, because I wanted to try to go do something in my life after high school, so I knew extracurricular oh. activities. Oh, so you had, what was your plan? What was the dream? I wanted to go to art school. You did? Yeah, yeah I wanted to go to art school in Savannah, Georgia. Super bad. So bad. The Savannah, that College of Art, or whatever it's called, yeah, Institute, yeah. Back before it was corrupted. Has it been corrupted? Or was it corrupted? Yeah, eventually. Oh. It was one of those colleges that I got sued after uh, Desert Storm for taking Bud's money and not really any of the classes. Oh, so nice. Yeah. I didn't know about that, but. Uh, yeah. And a lot of them got caught up in that. A lot of the art colleges, especially. So, so like. Art, like visual art, was like the first, the first dream. Yeah. Because, but you already had sing, you had singing. I mean, you had the. Mm -hmm. So it was yeah. both, but that wasn't like it was that. Just art in general, like, yeah. yeah. It was visual art specifically. That was the first. Yeah, uh, because my I've been made to believe that singing was such a lofty. So was art. Like, who who made you? Yeah, but who made you believe who that singing do you think? was? <laughs> I don't know. My mother. Mommy dearest. Yeah. Arts in general. Oh, that was not gonna happen. Yeah. Well, what did what did she think? Like, best you could do is like become a wife, like like every woman should, or what or what? Dude. No, I mean, she, but she worked all the time, though. From what you've said, like she was she was oh, the yeah, one that was did. like she running shit. She worked all the time. Um, I don't know what my mom wanted for me. That's not what she she didn't want you to become like her. She she, she, she don't like her baby already. I don't, I don't she think she knew what she wanted. She didn't have a plan either. Well, the one John Prine song I like. <laughs> I the song too. I don't like. Yeah, he, he died recently. Like they, everybody loves John Prine. I tried. Well, this is like a. It's mostly it's because it's Iris Demet, it's, it's the co-singing, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it's a great song. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Conway Twitty and Loretta Lynn's You're the Reason Our Kids Are Ugly? <laughs> Actually, Kelly and 
What's his name? Yeah. Scott? Oh, Scott Legan? Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. It's, it's very similar to this. In spite of ourselves. Postman from Maywood. <laughs> Is he? He was. He was. A, he he worked for the post office. That's when he was started writing his In songs. Maywood, Illinois. Yeah, John Prine. Yeah. 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 Maywood or Bellwood, like one of those, like just outside of Chicago. I think it was Maywood. I looked that up, but yeah. Disgusting. Ketchup on anything is disgusting, John. <laughs> You're all wrong. Yeah, yeah, it, it was her mistake. John Prine. Yeah. Totally got me off. I don't even remember what we were talking about. That's now. okay. <laughs> this is what songs do. No, exactly. <laughs> like I said, the comment would be something. I listened to today uh, that I hadn't listened to in a million years. There's an article somewhere. What's the Sisters of Mercy? <laughs> Oh my you know that God. band? Yeah, I remember From that. From the 80s? Yeah. Floodland. Yeah. Uh, Lucretia, My Reflections or something. Yes. Yeah. The, whole, the whole record's really fucking good. I, I just listened to the whole... I listened to it while I was taking my shower before getting ready to leave. Like, yeah, it's a good record. It's just that one, it's just the one guy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And drum machine and some I other people. I just haven't heard the name. Yeah. Of that band. You know what it was? It was a Pitchfork does like on Sundays they get they they commission a writer write about like some classic record like and write a long essay about it so that that's what this guy wrote about yeah. that record. Yeah. It's like well I'll, I'll put this on. And it's like wow this is really good. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just something I hadn't thought of, like he's thought of or listened to in a long time. Yeah. I mean, it's so theatrical and overblown, but like it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm so tired. I'm just like no, no, that's okay. Fried. Like Open ended thing, you know. It's just like. Don't have an agenda, as far as I know. My <laughs> so Yeah? My sister, my, my, my sister, my grandmother had the same thing. Yeah. It's tra trauma related. Yeah. Yeah. Ulcerative colitis. Oh, yeah. My mom has that. Most Ulcerative colitis. Yeah. Been through some level of trauma. That's yeah. General diagnosis. Yeah. yeah. My mom's had stomach problems like probably most of her life. I don't know. Yeah, for for a second, I thought I had like my first first colonoscopy I got was because I was shedding blood for a while. Like it's not not enjoyable and at t at very inconvenient times. <laughs> so like that that was a thing that happened. Yeah, shit, almost ten years ago now. Yeah, shit, that's literally. Not fun. Yeah, not not fun. But it it and they yeah they. Misdiagnosed as ulcer, like colitis, because colitis is not temporary. Colitis is forever. Forever. Yeah. So, and for me, it went away. So that wasn't clearly that wasn't. I, I don't know. Still don't know. Yeah. But it it wasn't. You know, wasn't all the time. Yeah, my mom has. Uh, Kinds of digestive uh, inconveniences and um, you know like it's an understatement. Yeah, it's shitty, literally. Quite <laughs> 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 literally. Yeah. Not like pooping your pants in public. Yeah, yeah. It's, that that'll take you down a peg. Whatever, whatever dreams of hopes you had, like I'll get cut down to size when that happens. <laughs> Thing like that. I don't know. For two seconds, I thought that was Tom. Tom Curtis. Yeah. Oh, I've I I just saw him uh, like a week or two ago. He's been popping up at Rainbow lately. I've not seen him. Before. Yeah, he's still he's kept I. He's, amazing so, some some people will he'll, he'll outlive us all like Tom Curtis <laughs> he's, a, he's an amazing so. being I hope so he was, Elliot was giving him work he does it seasonally like when they have like summer festivals works with him but yeah yeah I'm not sure where he said he was living but. I've seen that guy in property Elliot Elliot Sarah? Yeah, Sarah I haven't seen in a bit, but Elliot I see semi-regularly. He'll pop into Rainbow sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. 
those weirdos. <laughs> Not that the guy's. ones that are left? Yeah. That's true. Survivors. <laughs> I had a bizarre last night, so I bartended to my Sunday night shift. My old roommate Chris popped up. Uh, I haven't seen him in years. He's a drummer. No, I know Chris. Chris Ott? Yes. How do, you, forever. how do you know Crit? I don't remember. Um, the band you was in. Which, the one with Tracy? Or yes, the, Tracy Trouble. Tracy Trouble, yeah. I just saw her recently. Did you? How's she doing? I haven't seen her in a while. Exactly. Yeah? Yeah, no, I've known Chris forever. Yeah, yeah, he was my last roommate. He was, he was the last person I cohabitated with who I didn't share a bed with, basically. He looked like... But yeah, he, he popped up, I mean, he knew from, because he reads my newsletter, and he just popped, but I hadn't seen him in a few years. Yeah, it was nice to see him. He pops up in my world like that too. Yeah, I guess he's been living in Oak Park with his, the girlfriend he's still with, who he hooked up with when we were living together. Like, wow. they started dating back then, which was, yeah. A while ago? Yeah. Tw over 20 years ago, yeah, they've been together. I guess they're not, I don't know. I guess they're not married, which is bizarre, but... Is it? I guess is it bizarre? Well, I'm I mean... a man who doesn't want... No, but if you're going to stick with somebody for 20 years, it's common law, though, yeah. They're married. I know, but they've been, they, they, they were together They took a long, long time, time, yeah. Phil and Cheryl have been together for like, going on 40 years. Mm -hmm. They've been together but since But I know they were together years. for at least 20 before they got married. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's the point? point? There's tax and financial, and like, whatever right, reasons. Exactly. That's the only reason, really. Well, and the, that makes sense because it, it was always a business. It was a, always a business deal. Marriage has always been a, a business contract. Oh yeah. It used to be. You know, it used to be. You trade know, me for a cow. Cow or some land? Yeah. 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 Sure. Come with a dowry. Yeah. That's why they have the, you know, why pay for the cow if you get the milk for free? Yeah. For right. well, the dowries? Yeah, all that. We used to pay to each other. Yeah. Who gives this woman to be married to this man? <laughs> So the art, yeah, the you can circle back to the art dream. What, what was the art dream like? What did you have like a model or like a? What was the fantasy life? I didn't really have one. I but you did. You wanted to do. You were saying you were. You, I like wanted. I wanted to extra go to curriculars and stuff. I wanted to go to graphic design school. That's what I wanted to do. And Why? It would have been the smartest thing that I'd ever done. Oh. Computers could have just become a field. Oh, and you were you. You knew and, how to use to start. And like I used it a little bit in high school, and I was like, well, everybody's saying computers is the next thing. Yeah, yeah. My mom talked me out of that. <laughs> really? I would have been so ahead of my time if I had become a graphic designer. But what was your model like? What was your example of graphic design that you um, had that even as a dream? Like, it was from. What were you thinking of? Like, which was big in the 90s, like the um, ransom note, like... Uh, I don't know what that is. Collage. What the? You're doing it now. Hmm? You do it 
now. Photography. I'm saying the word wrong. You take pictures of pictures and you rip them up and you put collage. Them in. Collage. 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 Uh huh. Because that was really big in the '90s, like that whole like ransom note style. Of, oh, like, oh, oh! I see. Collaging. In what, like on album, album covers, covers and stuff? And yeah, posters. that's where you saw it. And it's like yeah, I want to do so that. I was like, I want to. Yeah, that seems like something I could do. Um, what was his name? Dwayne White. It was the Wayne White. Wayne White. Yeah. The Pee Wee's Playhouse Pee-wee's guy. Play- yeah. uh, yes, he was a huge influence on me. Like puppetry, I thought. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, Have you seen those the paintings he does with the with the words he does on thrift store painting? There's like. And it just says like For fuck off or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, those are amazing. I saw right. I saw a gallery show of those in New York once. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Yeah, that was a he was a huge influence on me at that point. I, music just in general was a massive influence on me. Really into like uh, Nina Simone was huge. When did you yeah, when did you hear of Nina Simone? Point, point of No Return, the movie, the remake of Loki Lakim. Um, La Femme Nikita? Yeah, yeah. La Femme Nikita, there yeah. we go. The I, got, I got you, I figured it out. The American version of that. Oh, Star- point of, oh I, who was that with? Bridget Fonda. Oh, yeah. Her, um, he was in several other people, but the, the whole soundtrack is Nina Simone. Because Bridget Fonda's character, her mother had been a depressive, and whenever she got depressed, she would listen to Nina Simone on the regular. And that's where I, you discovered Nina Simone. I went to the CD store in the mall <laughs> after I saw that, and I was like, uh, do you guys have any Nina Simone? And they're like, who? Right. And I had to look it up on the computer, and he's like, what album do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And he just picked it out. And it was Nina Simone live at Carnegie Hall, mm. which I didn't realize was such a monumental recording mm. at the time that I got it. Mm. She was the first black woman ever to play Carnegie Hall, but it in her lifelong goal was yeah. to play Carnegie Hall. Um, yeah. Huh. yeah, that movie's interesting. I saw a lot of movies Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, at the, like where you were going to school? Yeah. Student discounts. But the dream was to do the, like, album covers or whatever. Or, no, something yeah. like that. Or And I still wanted to sing, but I also knew I couldn't afford to keep having voice lessons. Oh. Once I got out of high school. Oh, I see. So, you thought, like... Graphic design was more like a more feasible or more realistic yeah. thing to aspire to. So why did your mom talk you out of the computer thing? Both are, I think she didn't understand it. I guess she didn't get it. Yeah, I'll tell you. I mean, if you, what, what year are we talking? Ninety-seven. Right. Well, several years before that, in the early nineties, when I was in art school, I was in school with a bunch of adults that had gone back to school and they lost their jobs in design fields and advertising because they didn't know how to use computers. They lost their jobs because computers replaced them. Yeah. You know, in all those like 
that kind of madman latter day madman land, you know. So they just went back to school because they couldn't qualify to do their job yeah. without the very rudimentary computer skills. So yeah, yeah, that would have been a good idea. You know, that you had a, you had, you were on the right track. Yeah. Just trust myself. Yeah. And you listen to her. When you're a kid, you don't yeah. think about her. Like, yeah. I don't know what you're about to do. So what? Yeah. What was your contact like with her when you were off in, in that school? Is it like? Yeah. And then after my grandfather died, like. You stopped um, going back. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was a lot that went along with that. I mean, there were several like times where I experienced violence at home and ran away from. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, now they put me in a mental institution saying I was trying to kill myself, which I was not. Mm. Another, like. How? Oh, who said? She said that you were trying to kill yourself? or? Uh, yeah, my parents and my psychiatrist at the time. It was just because I'd run away from home. Like, huh. Well, you'd run away from, but... I'd run away from all the physical abuse. Yeah. Used to and this is like in the time when school was out, or...? Because um, you were off in school yes. most of the time, right? Yeah. So it was like in, during summer. vacation times or something? What kind of jobs were you trying to well, get? Well, there was time, just a job in general, yeah. to get an apartment. Yeah. I mean, I was working. Yeah, I mean, my parents keeps me out of the house at times, and then reported me to the police. Like, it wasn't like, mm. I always ran away. I would be told to leave, and then when I left, they and would then call. they would call the police. It was just panic, or like, they didn't know what to do? Control. Yeah. Like, again, my dad isn't really involved in these things. Yeah. It was all your, mostly your mom. But yeah. So then you stop you stop coming back, but would you have like phone calls with your mom or did she visit or like how did you did you no, communicate I mean, we, at we all or we didn't you weren't communicating at all? Yeah, especially like my senior year high school particularly bad. Yeah. Yeah, and they were threatening to try to go to the state to keep me under their control until I was 21. Really? And that was just really more of a threat thing yeah. than anything, just trying to be controlling. But why, yeah, why would they want that? They didn't, they didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? What, like, what, just out of, like, whatever, like, what's in it for them? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just the fact that they Back to like it reflecting badly that like one of their kids was like, like out of control yeah. or whatever or like not not doing the things well, that, I think that they were also not following the Jesus teachings or whatever. So. I would continue to 
talking about the things that I had started to talk about. That they didn't want. I mean, like that journal I gave you today, you, you will see, I've, I've started to piece it together and yeah. be like, no. <laughs> yeah. It's not... Where does the journal start? What what year was the journal? 91. So in, in 1991, you were how old again? 11. That's the big year. The, the year that we keep going back yeah. to. It's, 19, well, it's 1990 to 1992. So yeah. Yeah. You're keeping right, and you're figuring, you're kind of piecing starts, things together. And it starts that summer. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I, yeah, as somebody that never kept, did any kind of personal writing like that, like, it's amazing, all these That's diaries the and journals. It's yeah. the last thing I wrote. Until the other thing you shared with me, which is just from a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. I stopped writing journals. Yeah, because you found out you, uh, your mom was reading. Yeah. Reading through all Well, how, how does this survive? Like, why wasn't this, like, burned or... How did you Because keep... I didn't burn it. What? I had it in my possession. So somehow you kept it away from her or, or like so she Well once I stopped writing then I she had no interest in it. Oh, I see. Hmm. Which is made very clear by the end of it. Yeah. No, I'm and three fourths of that book is empty. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. No mo most of the I find yeah. Unless you're like a very unique individual, most of these journals get abandoned. You know, like especially ones that deal with traumatic shit. You know, like they're not going to be like you're not going to be posting your daily entry for years well, at a time. Well, I mean, it's written like a fifth grader would write it. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't keep on. You, you won't have that kind of yeah, stick to itiveness like, or whatever. Yeah, it's written like somebody in sixth grade. Yeah, it's not, well, sure. Yeah, of course. My brother, my this, my that, like, you know. There's like pages. I found some of these like from whatever high school, or even middle school, like when I'm doing collages. Just whole pages to say fuck, 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 like those kinds of pages. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I ripped up some uh, some yearbook, some old yearbooks, and they had all kinds of. Commentary like this suck cock of this like all of and then next to it is like a really crappy drawing of Spider-Man, you know. Nice. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it, it's all mixed together. That's like when we figure all this shit out. Oh yeah, it's becoming a thing. Like you see with the, the shift change and the other bartender comes in. <laughs> The one I'm not going to order a drink from because I don't need any more drinks. No. <laughs> Are you hungry? Do you want to get some food? Yeah. Yeah. You have stuff to do? Or? No, Stella Dallas was texting. Oh.